For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover the past week's thrilling homecoming game against Harvard, a new development in former President Trump's legal proceedings, and escalating tensions between Israel, Syria, and Lebanon amidst the Israel-Hamas conflict. It's Monday, October 23rd. A crowd of over 8,000 gathered in Princeton Stadium this past Saturday for its highly anticipated homecoming football game against the Harvard Crimson. Princeton won the match 21-14. I sat down with contributing sports writer Alex Beverton-Smith to learn more about this great victory for the Tigers as they progressed through the Ivy League tournament. This was the exciting homecoming game over fall break, which gathered a crowd of over 8,000 to the Princeton Stadium this week. What was that ambiance like? Yeah, so I think it was great to have such a large crowd there, um, over 8,000 people in the stadium. Uh, it was just incredible. And being there, both on the sort of um, sideline as well as just walking around sort of the stadium itself among the crowd, I, it, was, it was thrilling. It was the, the, you know, the best support I've seen so far for the homecoming game. And it was great to have sort of Princeton students, friends of Princeton, faculty, uh, alumni, family members, all there. You know, we had Andrea Yeshivas caught a touchdown the other day for the Bengals. Princeton uh, alum just last year. It was just incredible. So it was really good to see. And I think, you know, not only did the fans really lift the team, but the team were getting involved and really getting excited having the fans there. You could see that the way they played, such energy, enthusiasm, especially towards the end of the fourth quarter. I think it was really, really important. How do you see this match as a turning point of the season? I think it definitely is. You know, speaking to the coach, speaking to the players, I think they see the same way. I think the whole week has been a turning point for them after, you know, an unfortunate sort of overtime loss to Brown. Um, I think they really, you know, they pick themselves up and they, you know, it really came together because it's such a good team. We've got so much individual quality and I think it really all came together against such a strong opposition. I think looking at the stats, many people may have, you know, written us off. I think not only our defense, which has been excellent all season, but our offense as well, you know, really showed that they're ready for it. They're ready to come and fight for the Ivy League title, just as they have done so successfully in years before. Um, And I think beating such a strong team such as Harvard showed that we're really here to win it and we're really energized. I think we'll we'll be able to see more of that in the next, you know, four games. Um, And I'm very hopeful for the rest of the season and our chances to win the Ivy League. In national news, on Friday, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin temporarily lifted a gag order on former President Donald Trump following complaints from Trump's legal team. The order, issued October 16th, barred Trump from making public statements targeting individuals involved with his federal 2020 election interference case, including the prosecutors and witnesses. The order was issued in part due to concerns that individuals targeted by Trump's comments could face retaliation from his supporters. The hold on the gag order will allow Judge Chutkin to consider whether or not to uphold Trump's request to speak freely about the case and is set to resume next Saturday. This is the second gag order across separate cases imposed on former President Trump in the past month. In international news, Hezbollah, A Lebanese militant group backed by Iran has treated rocket fire with Israel at the Lebanon-Israel border since the start of the conflict. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said in a speech yesterday that Hezbollah entering the conflict on behalf of Hamas would be, quote, the mistake of its life. 
Also, early yesterday morning, Israeli airstrikes targeted the Damascus and Aleppo airports in Syria, suspending operations at both sites. An official at the Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs had previously cited fears that the Syrian airports may be utilized by Iran transport for military assets for use against Israel, according to Al Jazeera. The Syrian government reported at least two airport workers were killed. The United States, among other countries, have raised worries of a wider war emerging as conflict has continued. A ground invasion of Gaza by the Israeli military is expected in the near future, as Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant told troops gathered near the border that they would, quote, soon see the enclave from the inside, and said Gaza will never be the same. An estimated 423,000 Palestinians have already evacuated northern Gaza. Expect sunny skies with a high of 60 and a low of 37 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Charlotte Young, Twyla Colburn, and me, sound engineered by Temdukai Mawakomotanda, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. Have a wonderful day.